I don't know if you guys have heard the word on the street, but apparently leaving a review on this podcast rockets you to the top 1% of the world's smartest people. I'm just kidding. I can't vouch for that, but here's something I can vouch for. Your feedback matters to me. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, I'd really appreciate if you could take 15 seconds to drop a review. It's your words that help shape this podcast. Let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. This is how I operate in my entire life. I don't want anything back. Rather, I want to see if you're willing to give back even half of what I'm putting forth. I don't expect individuals to operate the way that I do because I operate at a very high level in terms of how much I'm willing to put into a relationship. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. Whether it's friendships, romantic relationships, or business partnerships, I believe that all relationships follow the same rules. Today, I want to provide you with those rules and the frameworks which I live by in all of my relationships. The reason I'm going to share this information and these frameworks with you is so hopefully you can use them to improve your current relationships. But before we hop into that real quick, if you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, also known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms, and I'm currently doing this podcast to provide you with the foundations of success, or at least some solutions to some of your problems. In this specific episode, we are going to be talking about relationships. As you guys know, I'm in a long distance relationship with my girlfriend, Sid. So naturally, everybody looks up to me and asks me, Cole, what do I do with my relationship? And to be honest, I'm figuring out just like you. But I do want to share some information with you guys, which I believe will help your relationships. By no means do you have to apply all these things, but I believe that if you just take one of them, just one, it will help your relationships significantly. Sound cool? Great. The number one rule that I have in relationships, especially ones that I want to thrive, is that I am always looking to perform a disproportionate amount of service to the other individual in the relationship. Simply put, do more shit for the other person than they do for you. And you're probably thinking, well, Cole, doesn't that make it uneven? I thought relationships are supposed to be 50-50. You're completely right. It does make it uneven. And relationships, in my opinion, are supposed to be 50-50 in terms of effort, love, sacrifice. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is between two people. I want to explain this point by telling you a short story, which I've told before. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know that I'm really big on mentors, and I'm very grateful for all the mentors which I've came across in my life and all the mentors which I have right now. A couple years ago, I ran into someone who I didn't know would be my biggest mentor so far in my entire life, and that man is Larry. Larry is not only a mentor of mine right now, but he's also one of my best friends. I see him as an older brother, and I'm very grateful for all the information and insight he has given me and his ability to help me understand how I think, how I work, and as a result, his ability to help me unlock the power of Cole and the power of my mind. Anyways, so a couple years ago, Larry was working at Certic. If you don't know Certic, it's an auditing company for Web3 companies or Web3 tokens, specifically smart contracts, contracts that make up tokens on the blockchain. Certic goes through these token contracts, which consists of lines of code, sometimes thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of lines of code, and they read through it line by line, and they make sure that there's no problems with the code. And if there is, they report it. Now, he's not currently working at Certic anymore. He's working with Salus, which is, to my understanding, a more quality auditing company, but they are both very high tier, very quality auditing companies. And let me take a step back. When I say quality, I just talk about overall, what I've seen, Salus seems to be a better choice between the two. Anyways, not to get sidetracked. Larry was working at Certic. Now, I remember 
back when I was doing a lot of marketing and Web3 and sales. And if you guys don't know that, I started in sales in my first sales job when I was 17. And then I moved into Web3 and marketing and social media and crypto. That's a whole nother episode. But anyways, I remember asking my friend John, yo, John, I need a contact at Certic. Do you have anyone? And he says, yeah, my buddy Larry works at Certic. And I said, cool, send me his contact. So I hit him up on Telegram. And I remember sliding to his DMs. And it's funny because looking back, he always tells me that he appreciates my hustle because I just came storming into his DMs. And he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Who is this young buck who's coming out of nowhere saying, I want to do all these audits for you. And I'm going to bring you all these audits and I want to work with you. And he was probably like, whoa, slow your roll, kid. This was back when I was 18 or 19, I believe. But anyways, came into his DMs and we started talking and eventually he allowed me to bring him audits. So what did I do naturally? I started bringing him every single project I could possible. Over the span of a year or a year and a half, I probably brought him 10 to 20 audits, which was around 100 to 250 grand of revenue for the company. And guess how much I asked for? Zero, nothing. Can you imagine someone bringing you that much opportunity and that person says, nope, I don't want anything. Every single time, how uncomfortable would you feel? You would almost feel like you need to do something. If it was me, my skin would be crawling. And first of all, I really appreciate Larry and I respect him. And that's one of the reasons which I never asked for anything. Even when he offered me a small percentage, I said, no, keep it. Because I knew that there's no amount of money that was more valuable than my relationship with him. And this is how I operate in my entire life. I don't want anything back. Rather, I want to see if you're willing to give back even half of what I'm putting forth. I don't expect individuals to operate the way that I do because I operate at a very high level in terms of how much I'm willing to put into a relationship. But if someone can even get to half the level of what I put in, I'm very happy. And Larry is one of the few individuals in my life that I've met that is willing and able to match that amount of commitment to the relationship. And when you find people like that, those are people that you want to stay around for a very long time. Disproportionate amounts of service. Always be willing to give more to others than they give to you. And naturally, this is a way to find people that you want to associate yourself with. If you keep giving and giving and giving to a friend or giving and giving and giving to a significant other, and they are unwilling to put in the same effort or at least partly the same effort that you're putting in, what does that tell you about that person? Is that someone you really want to be with? Now, I'm not saying go break up with someone if they're not meeting expectations because oftentimes expectations are not spoken. And that is the next thing I want to talk about. Expectations need to be spoken. Hey, Cold Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. Whatever you want from someone, whatever you want from a partner, whatever you want from a family member, whatever you want in general, you cannot assume. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. That is something my business partner taught me, and it is so true. Oftentimes, we like to assume that people just have access to the information which we have in our brains. People should just know. Do you ever find yourself saying that? Should? Well, you should know. Well, you should have told me. Do you ever find yourself saying, I deserve? Well, I deserve that, and she deserves to tell me that, and I deserve to be treated better. No, you don't. You don't deserve to be treated better. You want to know why? Because you didn't set the expectations. And even then, you don't deserve. The two words, should and deserve, are are my two least favorite words in the entire English dictionary. Because I've been in that place where I have not set expectations in a relationship. And then I get upset and say, well, you should just know. You should just know 
that you should be spending more time with me. You should just know that that is not something that I'm comfortable with you doing. Have you ever found yourself saying these things? I challenge you to identify those moments and then ask yourself, is it fair that I'm saying that thing? But real quick, what does it mean to set expectations? It genuinely means to sit down and verbalize whatever you expect out of the other person in the relationship. And I've found that in intimate relationships, this works the best. If you are currently always getting in fights with your significant other, it is typically because expectations are not being met or that person is working with information you are not working with, which is number three asking the question of what information are you working with that I am not? Let me say that again because it's so important. Asking the question of what information are you working with that I am not working with? You see, oftentimes in my life, I've found that most of the arguments or disagreements in my relationships come from me and the other person not working with the same information. And if you can right away when you encounter a problem, ask the other person, What information are you working with that I'm not working with? Then you will be able to solve most of these problems. I'll give you an example. Right now, Sid is staying at my house in California. And if you guys don't know, I'm in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend, Sid. Right now, she's living in Chicago. She's going to school out there. She's originally from Kansas City. Anyways, she had been sick for the past couple days before a few days ago. So let's just say earlier last week, she was sick. And for a few days, she was in a very bad mood, obviously, feeling horrible. She was super low energy and... I just wanted to give her space, which is totally fine. And for two or three days, for the most part, she was just laying around trying to feel better, which is obviously the best thing that she can do. And on the third or fourth day, she started to feel a little bit better. And I remember asking her throughout the day, hey, how are you feeling? And she said, uh, so-so. And then I would ask her again. And then I remember her asking me that she wanted to go get some fresh air later. And I said, absolutely, no problem. So to me, what that meant was, okay, I can work all day. And then I can go work out around 5 p.m., maybe 5.30. And then around 7.30 or 8, we can go on a little drive or go on a little walk. But in her mind, what that meant was, I want to spend multiple hours with you and possibly go to dinner. Now, do you see the problem with that? Now, I'm not saying that Sid is in the wrong here. Because I definitely could have identified that moment of me realizing, wait, what exactly does she want? Because it was unclear. And she ended up getting a little bit frustrated with me that night because she felt as though... I wasn't making time for her, but in my eyes and in my mind, I was, but it was not as much time as she wanted, but she never verbalized that because no expectations were actually set and they were not verbalized. We ended up having different ideas of what was going to happen. And as a result, we're working with different information. And as a result of that, we got in a little argument. You see how that works? So if you want to have healthier relationships, set more clear expectations. Assume that the person across from you in the relationship has absolutely no clue what's going on in your head and you need to be an open book for them so that they can fully understand what you want and as a result, they'll understand what they want. The last thing that I believe has fostered very strong relationships for me is loyalty and consistency. And I believe that loyalty comes from consistency because the more consistent that someone is, the more you can rely on someone, typically the more loyal that they are. We all have that one friend or that one old friend that was super flaky. The one friend that would say they want to hang out or the one friend that would say, I'm going to do this for you, and then they don't do it. And then whenever you make plans with them or whenever you have some sort of agreement with them or have some sort of expectation from them, your first thought is, man, I hope they do this thing. Man, I hope they show up. If you have anyone like that in your life, I challenge you to really audit that relationship. First of all, ask yourself, am I doing everything possible to make sure that that person is working with the information that I'm currently working with? Next, ask yourself, am I doing everything possible to ensure that this person has all the tools that they need 
to understand my position in the relationship, my view in the relationship. And what does that mean? Do they have all the information? So one and two are one and the same. And then number three, if you've done both of those things, is this person still unwilling to meet the expectations in the relationship which I've set. If you have not set any expectations with this individual that is not consistent in the relationship, then you have not given them any sort of goal or metric to measure by. And the great news is, is that if you set that expectation and they don't meet it, you have a reason to say, hey, this is not going to work out. Versus you just saying, hey, you're not doing this thing good enough, we can't be friends or we can't be in a relationship. And that person is going to have resentment because they're going to be like, well, you never really told me what you wanted. So I just assumed you see this cycle and this goes in business too. And I don't want to get too much into business, but I'm just going to make this subtle plug about business. When you're managing people, if you never set expectations and they're not meeting those expectations, it's your fault as someone managing a business or owning a business. And if you want to let go of someone in a business, what you do is you set the expectations that you never set, which you should have set anyways. And if that person doesn't meet those expectations, it gives you a legitimate reason to let that person go. But if you just say, hey, you're not meeting these arbitrary expectations, you look like the asshole. And you are because you never set the expectations, which is your fault. But anyways, what do I mean by consistency? I mean being able to rely on someone. And by rely, I do not mean you have to lean on them. And whenever you're in a bad place, whenever you have a problem, you call them. But I'm saying, does that person show up when you expect them to show up? And you know what I mean by that. I believe those are the real friends. Those are the type of relationships that I'm looking for. Because you want to know why? I always show up for my friends when they need me. If you can be consistent and always show up for your significant other and always show up for your friends and serve them to the highest degree that you can, to a disproportionate degree than they are serving you, there's nothing more that you can do to create an amazing relationship, assuming you are already setting expectations. Set expectations, do more things for the other person. Don't assume, don't say the word should and deserve, and I promise you, your relationships will be so much healthier. These are things that I do in my day-to-day life in all of my relationships, and I'm always learning. Let me just tell you that. I am always learning, and I'm always making mistakes. I don't believe that relationships get better by us looking at the other party and saying, you're messing up, you're not doing good enough, this isn't good. It's saying, okay, where did we go wrong here? What information are you working with that I'm not working with? How can we set expectations to not let this happen again? It probably will happen again because we are just human and I don't expect myself to change after being told I did something wrong once, so I'm not gonna expect you to change. But what I do expect is that we can communicate about this and we can continue to help each other understand what information we're working with and we can set proper expectations for the future So we have an actual benchmark of what each other want. I really hope this was beneficial to anyone listening, whether it's for a friendship, whether it's for an intimate relationship, whether it's for a business partnership. I believe that these frameworks work for all of those and many more types of relationships. And I hope you apply them and you reap the benefits of these frameworks, which I live by. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you in the next one, Cold Army. 